Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how you doing today, buddy? I'm great. I, I, I got to start by thanking you for uh, showing up to our our JV basketball game tonight. Yeah. Our, I, our last home game of the year. I promised you I'd make it out to at least one game. Uh, snuck out there. Got to see a little more than half of the freshman game. And uh, I was Sorry. trying to I was trying to get a get a hold get get your eye con get some eye contact made uh, halftime of the freshman game. Was that when my phone was ringing? Yeah, <laughs> did you call me? You were walking back into the back room, and I started to call you. And I looked at I told him I was with my niece, and I told her I said I'm gonna call him. And you walked back there, and you never even looked down. And I was like, he either doesn't have his phone or it's on silent. And then when you were walking back out, I just hung up. <laughs> I was just I was just going to mess with you and say something about you just took your jacket off. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a rough night for you, though. It was, it was senior night. They did a really good job with senior night. Uh, yeah. Brought the kids out. That was uh, a lot of fun to see. Uh, unfortunately, Lakota West took a – stole three of them from you guys. Uh, overtime win in the varsity game, which is a little bittersweet. But how are we looking? You got how many games left? We've got uh, one game left, one regular season game left. Now, the girls, have they qualified for, for the playoffs already? Are they good to go for varsity? Yes, they got their draw on Sunday. They got the 10 seed, which is the highest seed uh, Oak Hills has gotten in like at least 10 years. Wow, really? Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, the basketball program is so much better than it was even three years ago. Is that a credit to uh, how long has Gramke been the head coach? Three years, yeah. There you is. go. So he's really he, turned things around. He huh? really turned things around, yeah. And, and to, to stay with, he was talking about that tonight. Three years ago, they lost to Lakota West by 50 points. And that's not an exaggeration. It was 50 points. Wow. And and the teams like that, Lakota West, Mason, the teams in the GMC that are always really good. We have been in every single GMC game this year. We beat a couple of really good teams that were at the yeah. top of the league. Yeah. We were uh, tied for first, you know, like four or five league games in. Um, so and we lost a couple since then. But, um, I mean, this basketball program is so much different, and people are going to get bored hearing me talk about this. But No, but anyway. man, I think, I, think, uh, I think high school sports with our, with our crowd, it, it, uh, in, in the messages that we do get on this podcast, there's a, we get a lot of stuff about high school sports because most of the listeners that we have are Cincinnati-based people because they're people we know or people we've talked to about the podcast. So uh, I, think that's, I think it's all right to get a little high school deal in. I kind of enjoy it. In in fact, uh, I, our uncle uh, just talked to me yesterday and working on, uh, I, I think we might have ourselves a, a, a special guest here um, pretty soon uh, with a high school coach, maybe, possibly. I hope so. Uh, I actually, I don't know him, but I know his father-in-law. Uh, you know his wife. I'll just leave it at that. Correct? Right? Maybe. Do, do you not know who I'm talking, talking about? about? I, I I thought I thought I thought we were talking about somebody different. I think, but okay. I don't know. We've been talking about a few different people because we were talking a while ago about starting to do a lot more, just like interview stuff, and we st we, we still want to do that. Not another basketball coach. Not another basketball coach. Yeah. Does that make sense now? You have any idea what I'm talking about? No. Okay. <laughs> Never mind then. All right. So this will be a surprise even to Adam if if it goes down. I'm excited about it uh, because it's really shaken up the the high school um, uh, the high school ski. I don't want to I don't want to give it away. Oh, so baseball coach. Ah, uh, you get baseball it away. coach. Okay, right, possibly. We'll see. So uh, super excited about that. Um, we'll see how that goes down, and then we also have an opportunity uh, to get Mr. Adam Baum back on the show here in a couple weeks. Xavier basketball. Looked like they were uh, down for the count 
uh, and it seems like somebody shot him up with a some Narcan or a boost of energy or some adrenaline or something because they've come out in three straight games. They lost a double overtime game to Marquette, uh, although they played phenomenally in that game for most of the game, played incredible against Seton Hall and started off the game, played 35 minutes of terrific basketball against DePaul uh, and, and really looks like they're, they're coming around. UC basketball right now has got a shot in the arm as well. They've yeah. been looking really good here lately. They're finally buying in to the Brennan way of offense. I think a big part of that is when they switched over and put uh, uh, Cumberland uh, at, at the point guard. Jaron, Jaron Cumberland at the point guard position. I think that's been a obviously been a huge move for them. He's been more of a facilitator, and I, I watched a couple of UC games. I was surprised how good of a passer he is. I never really noticed how well of a passer he is. He's a very good passer. I didn't either. And if if that's the position, if they put him in that position, and they're asking him to do that, and that may have been the issue early on because we everybody around here at least knew. There was uh, some sort of issue with getting him to buy in, or there was something with him. It and seemed Brent. like it, and they n- nobody ever said it was for real. It just you you could tell there was something going on. Yeah, uh, but apparently he ha- he's he's all in now, and he's playing well, and the team's playing well, and so we got some good basketball going. Basketball's on Basketball is coming around. Hopefully, it's not too little, too late for either team, and they can make some kind of run here at the end. But. Uh, yeah, a lot of big stuff. I, next week, we are not going to be doing our podcast on Wednesday next week. Right. I will be at the I will be at Hinkle Fieldhouse, my first time ever at Butler. That's very, very exciting. I can't very tell exciting. you how excited historic, I am. Historic Hinkle Fieldhouse, as Lance McAllister would say. That's right. I would, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating uh, if I can get me a... Uh, what is it? Chip? What is it? What is it? Jimmy Chipwood? Uh, what? What's the? What's the school? What? H- what's Hickory? the high school? Hickory. I need to get me a Hickory shirt. I need to get me a Hickory shirt, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm wearing Xavier. I'm sit. We got tickets through Xavier, so it's it'll be with. We'll be with a bunch of Xavier people. That I think they stuck us in a corner. I looked up the tickets. I'm pretty sure we're up in a corner, uh, which I'm sure won't be that great. But we we're gonna walk around, and check the place out. For sure. It'll be fun, and it should be a really good game, too. I'll tell Butler's you what, good. Butler's really good. And if, if Xavier can play the way they've been playing uh, here lately, it'll be a good game. Yep. So, excited about that. We got a lot of good sports stuff going on in Cincinnati. Uh, today, you know, we got started a little late. Uh, we're going to go over some NBA All-Star stuff because you know what we like to do. We can talk a little. We'll we can brush through all that stuff pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, we really like the NBA. We really like Major League Baseball. I ain't going to lie to you. This show runs around Adam Schmidt, okay? It runs around you. Adam knows the most about – well, you take the most notes. You 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 have the most knowledge. Like, you look up the most things. I pretty much just stand over here and talk into a microphone and bullcrap my way through this. So, uh, so the NBA is what you know. So, the NBA gets talked about a lot on here, okay. which is fine with me because I really enjoy it as well. Uh, and I can pull up the NBA app and feel like I can, once again <laughs> – Bologna sandwich my way right through it. You know what I mean? So uh, anyway, so the All-Star game is coming up uh, a couple weeks away, right? Two weeks Uh, away? Or is it next week? It's a week from this Saturday. A week from this Saturday. Sunday. Week and a half away. So 
with that being said, there's going to be a ton of stuff with Kobe Bryant. Have they come out and talked anything about what they're going to be doing yet? The only thing I know of for sure is the two teams, Team LeBron and Team Giannis, are going to be wearing the jersey numbers. One team's going to be – so it's Giannis's team is going to be wearing number 24, and LeBron's team is going to be wearing number two for Gianna. That's correct. So, so the yeah. whole team will wear the same – will be wearing the same jersey number. And uh, – that's pretty cool, right? It's very cool. I'm really for excited that, for about that, that situation. for that situation. And yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, this weekend is going to have Kobe Bryant written all over. Hold on, hold on a second. In my head, I just thought of something. Yeah. We talked last week in the Kobe special that we did, mm-hmm. uh, which was a little different than I went back and listened to it. That was way different than any podcast we've ever done. It was different, but I liked it. It was good. Yeah. So anyway. Um, we were talking about what could you name? What is there an award out there you could give Kobe? You know, people were talking about renaming All Stars, MVPs, and all this other stuff. What about the slam dunk winner? He won a slam dunk competition. Why not give the slam dunk competition award and just name it the Kobe Bryant, the Kobe Bryant slam dunk, whatever T-Mobile slam dunk <laughs> yeah. competition uh, winner. I I uh, I like where your head's at, except I just don't think of. You're right, he won one, but I just don't think of Kobe as a as a big dunker. That has to be. I feel like it has to be named after Vince Carter when he retires. It um, has to be. Vince Carter's the greatest dunker of all time. I won't hear any other arguments. And uh, it, that's just it's that's I, the dude, end of the story. I'm not arguing. I, listen, we don't. I was agree. very aggressive. Yes, about that. that's <laughs> as aggressive as you ever get. So I'm done. I'm done. No, but uh, I mean, when you look at it, you know, Nate Robinson. I think of Nate Robinson a lot. He won back to back. Jordan won back to back. They're the only two to win back to back. I don't know if I'm giving it to Vince. I'm giving it to a guy that came out and won at least two. Vince can only take one. That's because he well he wasn't even in it after that. I don't think he he had the greatest dunk contest performance of all time of all time easily. And then of all time, yeah, was it oh one or something like that? I can't remember I exactly when it was. I actually was looking at it the other day. The <laughs> but past yeah. dunk competition winners. He he's the best dunker, and it's not even just because of that competition. He's the best in game dunker ever. Just oh my gosh, he and then probably Blake Griffin as far as in game dunks, um, but. I, I I don't know. For for me, I I think what you got to get Aaron Gordon in game dunks. Aaron Gordon's had some pretty monster, yeah. crazy. That dude's a leaper out of the world. He is, he is. Him uh, and Zach Levine really put on a show that year too when they shared it. That that was that was the that's the best show that I've seen in. There hasn't. It was the best show probably in the last eight years before that, and it was also the best show in the last five years since it. And hopefully, uh, actually, did they come out? I think yeah, they've, they've already named him. Zach Zach Levine's in it, right? He's yes. got to be because it's no, in Chicago. No, 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 he's not in it. Aaron Gordon's in it. Aaron Gordon's in it. Zach, Zach Levine's Levine, not. Aaron even though Gordon it's is. in Chicago, Zach Levine is not going to be in it. That's crazy to me because um, he would just he would win it by f- fan reaction automatically. Oh, easy. Just and that's so big in the dunk competition because you might have the best dunk in the competition, but some fans. Don't if they don't get up and go crazy, then you're not get. It just doesn't feel as big. Yeah, you know who also is in it that I'm pretty excited about. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. I heard that. I heard that, and he won one too. Uh, yeah, his um, was a good one too. He did the Superman. He stuck the the twelve. Was he twelve? Was that his number twelve? Whatever number he yeah, was. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the sticker up on the backboard and then dunked it. That was cool. He, uh, uh, he. That was a good one. Yeah. 
Yep. Uh, I I'm. I mean, I'm not really excited about the dunk contest anymore, but it's uh, it could be good if Aaron Gordon's in it. They've been trying so hard to mix things up and find that right that right way to do it. Uh, I don't think they found it yet, but but I think keep trying. I think it really. Ha- I like when they put. I like when they put that you get you get to use a prop or a person. Like you have to use something else besides just you. I like that because that's where the, you know the in Orlando the creativity came out when when Aaron Gordon jumped jumped over top of the whatever Orlando's magic uh, guy <laughs> is called. Yeah, the Philly fanatic of Orlando. <laughs> exactly. Or exactly. Um, so yeah. Anyway, the All Star Weekend I get all excited about, and sometimes it's pretty good, sometimes it stinks. I mean, the All Star Game, I is exciting because you have the best player, theoretically the best players. We'll talk about we'll talk that about in a minute. That. Um, in in the world playing in that game together, uh, but it's also a, it has a little bit of the Pro Bowl in it too. You know, there's it's 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 not a regular game. It's definitely not a regular game. There. are Guys are not going hard all the time, and it's mostly like, okay, let's see what kind of cool dunks I can do, and what kind of alley, what kind of alley oops we can throw. And you know, Steph last year had the had that bounce; he bounced it over somebody's head to Giannis yep. or somebody yeah. that dunked it. And I mean, that was cool to watch, I guess. But there's also like guys are just walking to the other end while that stuff's going on. There, there's no effort on defense most of the time. No, not at all. Um, but uh, unless it comes down, unless it's a close game at the end of the fourth quarter, then guys actually start playing, and that's when I like it. Yeah, because guys are actually playing. But um, but besides that, yeah, it, it's uh, it's mostly I. Was my there, thing is Saturday night. The three point contest is that's my favorite, my favorite thing. by far too. Is yeah. there no? Is there no? Was there no dunk competition from ninety eight to ninety nine? Yeah, I think they 99? took it out. I think they took it out because it stunk. Brent Berry, Kobe Bryant. With the last two to win it, 96-97. So I guess if Brent Berry's winning the dunk competition, you got to start rethinking it. Is that <laughs> yeah, how that yeah. works? <laughs> yeah. We'll give it one more year. Kobe got it, but everybody else was terrible. Brent Berry was in it again. Brent Berry did the did the free throw line dunk, and that was, I think, the best dunk of the night. And 11 people have done the free throw line dunk now. So And then 2,000 was Vince Carter. 2,000. Yep. Who was the guy who did the free throw line dunk between the legs? That was the one that was that was big. That was was that the Glenn Robinson when Glenn Robinson won it a couple years ago? Could have been, or maybe it was, been. no. That was Zach Levine. That was that was the second. That was one of the two times Zach Levine won it. Did he do that dunk? I think he did the between the legs free throw line dunk. Okay, boy, that is impressive. Yeah, and it's always you know they got to see exactly how where they're at on the free throw line and all that. Because Michael was almost a full foot in front of the free throw line. Yeah, he, he was. did his. He was. <laughs> Hate to admit it, but he was. Most guys that do the free throw line dunk almost are all not of behind them are. it. Yeah. yeah, almost all of them are. Yeah. It is what it is. So I'm really excited. I, I'm excited about it. I like the dunk competition, and I think I like it just because I, I'm, I'm excited to see if they're going to get back there. It's never going to be Michael and Dominique and all that. It's never going to be there and Spud and and D Brown. You know that was the glory days when before. I mean, there's only so many things you can do in the air. You know when you're in the air. Yeah. So you know it. Uh, I'm I'm I am excited. Uh, you know who else was a good one? Isaiah Ryder. He was the uh, mm-hmm. he was the first between the legs. He yeah. was the first between the legs. Yep. Vince Carter. Man, Vince Carter had so many. The one of my favorites, though, was when he came from the side and threw it against the side of the backboard and then went between the legs. So you have to basically be on the side and went between the legs and threw it down in the front of the basket. 
That's in, that's insane. And his his dunks were really hard and and really great dunks, but his just his body motion is so smooth and yeah. athletic that it's it just he, made it look and he made much it better. on the first try most of the time yeah that's the other thing you like you, you like 30 seconds or something like that now or 15 seconds and it you know at one point it was three you got three of them you get three tries and by the time you you know now it's like 15 seconds but you get down to the end and it's like man just throw something down because this is now i'm bored yeah it is <laughs> the dunk contest is mostly kind of boring, but and it's so funny because you see like the dunk contest kind of stinks most of the time now. But if you watch the old ones with Dominique and Michael, I mean those are not good. It's They're, fun to it's no, fun to reminisce reason, about no, like the Michael's reason, such a great dunker. The reason they were fun, the reason they were so impressive back then, is because they were doing things nobody did in games. You're right. They were doing crazy stuff, and now people do. Now everybody's seen all that. They've seen it all many, many, many times. Yeah. And there's you know, they're still not doing any of this stuff in games, obviously, but it's been done. So mm. it's so hard to be Oh, I, I still am waiting for the cartwheel into a dunk. It's gotta happen at some point in time. Has, haven't people I've never seen some with ball one ball. I mean to do a cartwheel, you probably got a oh, really good chance of like ripping a, uh, like a, a cartwheel on the ball. Using the ball in one hand and like trying to do a oh. cartwheel. That's what I'm waiting for. And as you come around, jump up and throw it down. I feel like somebody's going to do that. It can't be that hard. If you're like... Yeah, but I feel like the ball coming down with the round the round of the ball, like I feel like that's got a hyperextended elbow written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's give to the ball. Uh, mm. I don't know. If you can I'm do not, it, if I'm you, not if you like it. did some gymnastics when you were a kid or something like that, and you can do a cartwheel and you can figure out how to do it on the ball, it's an easy dunk because it's not like you're you're coming back up from the cartwheel and, just and then jumping, jumping yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't know. And when is there going to be a front flip dunk or a back flip dunk? That's got to be done sometime, right? I mean, these people, all everybody does these backflips. Why not do a backflip and when you're at the top of it, throw the ball down? I'll tell you, the only time you're going to see that is after the third quarter at the Pacers game, their dunk team <laughs> jumping off the jumping off the trampolines. Yep. And by the way, I figured out why Zach Levine is not in the dunk contest, even though it's in Chicago is and he he's hurt? a big time dunker. No, because he's in the three point contest. Why is Zach Levine in the three point contest? You know that that kind of irritated me when I just saw that. <laughs> but that dude has become a shooter. Honestly, he really sure. has. But. He is not one of the three. There's, there's only four people in the dunk contest. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Four. I think that's been it's been that way for a little while Has now. It, but it's it, 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 Derek Jones is a pretty good dunker though too. I've seen some of his dunks in game. I don't even know who Pat Connaughton is. Pat Connaughton's in it. Connaughton, yeah. I don't Whoa. even know who that he's, is. He's he's my pick to win it. He's your pick to he's win it. He's my pick to win it. Uh, who who are the other ones? Aaron Gordon. Oh, Aaron Dwight, Gordon, Howard, Dwight Howard. Derek Jones. I'm taking Aaron Gordon. Out of those, Dwight Howard's too old. Derek Jones is a good dunker, but Aaron Gordon, that dude, he's done. He should have won the dunk competition the first one. Oh, they! I don't know if they said they they split it. They both had tens, and Zach Levine won it because he had like one more total point over the entire span of the competition, and he was trying to split it and give it to Gordon, but. That's one of those things. They're trying to do these point systems and these things and stuff, and it's just all kind of the weird, dunk competition. But. You get these five judges, and it's like. All of a sudden, they throw tens up early. Mm-hmm. Well, and then there's like six better dunks than that. Now you, you have to do? give them all tens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way to do it. So that's why the three point competition 
is uh is is Adam's favorite. So so the three point competition, do you have the contestants for that? I do. It's uh I'm gonna mispronounce his name. It's either Davis Bertans or Davis Bertans. I think I've heard both. <laughs> he he used to play for San Antonio, he's in Washington now. Okay. Um uh, but he's a big he's a big guy. I think he's a seven footer and he's in the three point contest. Devontae Graham from Charlotte, Joe Harris from Brooklyn, who's a, a who won it last year is, is the returning champ and uh, is a, an incredible shooter. That's right, because uh, last year both Clay and Steph went out early, didn't they? I th- I don't know if they, did they or go was out only, early. Was only one of them in it. In one it. of them was one, in I think they were both in it, and one of them made Steph it went finals. out early and Clay made it to the finals, maybe. I forget. I, I'm, I need both of them in it every year because they're two, the two best shooters in the league. But Buddy Heald uh, is another really good shooter. From Sacramento, Zach yep. Levine, of course, uh, Damian Lillard, uh, who's yeah, I think he's been in it the last couple years actually. Yeah, um, Lillard came close one. He was the one who was pushing uh, Steph the year Steph won it. I think. I think you're right. Yeah, and Dame is is has become famous for the like 35 foot 35 footer. You know, yeah. at the end of games, yeah, and that he hits those all the time to win games. But Duncan Robinson from Miami. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not too familiar with Duncan Robinson. And then Trey I'm Young. I'm looking at him, and he's probably going to win it. Think so? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Trey Young is the other one, and that's, that's my dude. I really like Trey Young. I used to, so I used good. to hate the way Trey Young played when he was at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It, it annoyed. It was Oklahoma, right? Yeah. It annoyed me. Like it, he would just. It, it was him, and nobody else was on that team. And they either won because he scored fifty, mm-hmm. or they lost and he took fifty shots. And guess what? That's what's happening in Atlanta. It right is. Now. <laughs> it is. But he seems to be. He seems to be better. I don't yeah. know. Something's different. Maybe because that's maybe because that's not college basketball. Maybe that's because that's the NBA. Yeah. You know? And and maybe that's why I didn't like it in college basketball, but I enjoy it in the NBA because I love to have you know, I the NBA is fun, like we've said before. I love it because you can turn a game on and you can just watch a person dominate a basketball game against twenty other professionals. It's insane. The greatest players in the world. Yeah. And so to see Trey Young, who's five foot nothing, do what he does. In the paint, out of the you know from from twenty eight thirty thirty five feet, it's insane. That I like watching him. And Kobe and Gianna was a huge fan of him. So yeah, now you gotta love him. That's right. So that's the three point contest. We talked about the dunk contest. So oh, so who's your uh, who's your pick for three point contest? I'm take I'm taking Trey Young. Here's why. Okay, he's gonna come out in a Gianna jersey. In a in a Mamba jersey, Probably. I can almost guarantee it. And and how many people win the? Is everybody in the dunk contest gonna gonna for their last dunk pull off their jersey and have a Kobe? Dude, there's jersey gonna underneath? be so many Kobe Bryant jerseys in in on that Saturday for the skills competition and all that. Yeah. Um, there's gonna be a lot of them, man. There's gonna be a ton. I'm Speaking t- of the skills, oh, who you yeah, take? No, no, who you take? No, 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 I'm just take gonna it. take Joe Harris. I'm gonna be boring and take Joe Harris to repeat. That is super boring. It's way boring. Hornets, Joe Harris, right? Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. Yep. Oh, that's oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, all right, so then let's go to the uh, skills competition. What do you think about the skills competition? Um. I love the skills competition because are they doing the big men, little men again? I think so. Because uh, I love that, and the big men always win. Yeah. They always win because they're longer, and they throw these shots up from God knows where, and these big men are so ridiculous. Carl Anthony Towns won it. Porzingis won it. I think Luka won it. No. Did Luka win it last year? Uh, it's probably He was in it. Actually. I know that. 
last year was Jason Tatum. Oh, Jason Tatum. Yeah. Oh, so a little guy did win it last. Well, before that whatever. was Spencer Dinwiddie. So the last two years, guards won it. But you're right, Carl Anthony Towns won it, and then Porzingis won it, and then those two guys. Uh, maybe those are just the last two I watched. <laughs> well, but that might have been when they started doing the. I think they that was just in 2016 was the yeah, first Carl time. Carl Anthony Towns might have been the first one. Yeah. Um, so they won two out of the last four years. Two out of the four years. I think they've split since they've been doing the big man, small little man stuff. There you go. Guards and posts. I don't like. I don't. I, you're not supposed to say big men, little men anymore. Yeah, I heard when they were announcing uh, on that Friday, last Friday, when they did, uh, they did the Kobe tribute with the Lakers. They announced everybody as Kobe Bryant, but they started as number one forward, number one guard, number two forward, number two guard. Like that's how they the guy was announcing it. Now that's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. But the, so the people in this, uh, the participants in the skills challenge are Bam Adebayo, Patrick Beverly, Spencer Dinwiddie. I just said uh, Beverly and Dinwiddie have both won it. Uh, Chris Middleton, Derek Rose, DeMontis Sabonis, Pascal Siakam, and Jason Tatum. So they got some. Here's the deal. Here's the deal with the skills competition. I don't want anybody in the skills competition that doesn't want to be in the skills competition. Yeah. Because every year there's one or two guys that loaf through it and it's no big deal. And I don't want that. Nope. If you're the skills competition is the one where like if you're gonna go at it, you got to you got to shit and get man. You got to go. Yep. And uh, that I love. I Derek Rose seems somebody that would just kind of phase his way through it. Think so. I mean, he's as hustling a crazy guy as there is, and but on the field, I just feel like in something like that, it wouldn't be as big. Maybe I'm wrong. I think uh, I'm taking Siakam though. You're taking Pascal Siakam. I'm taking Siakam. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take uh, Patrick Beverly. Wants to kill everybody at everything, so I think I'm gonna take Beverly. I think he's gonna How is be Patrick a, Beverly even in the All Star game. He's in the skills competition. Yeah, but you got to be in the All Star game to get into these, don't you? No, no, you can't just uh, get into these without being in the. Is Derek Jones an All Star? Is Dwight Howard an All Star? I thought you had to be an all-star to get into these things. So it's no. like the home run derby now where they can just invite anybody. I, I Let me tell hate you something. that. Craig, I hate that. Craig Hodges was never an all-star. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Brent Perry could have been an all-star. Yeah. No, but. It, it, You're telling me that the dunk competition and all that stuff, you it, didn't have you, it, forever. You've never had to be in never, in the all-star game. I thought that was the whole point. Nope. Nope. That's, that bums me out. Like the all-star, like the home run derby, you always had to because until what, two, three years ago. Um. Now that's where. Yeah, I thought it's been a long time since they were doing that. Man, once again, man, my time frame is terrible. <laughs> but I, it hasn't been that long. Because I used to vote for Adam Dunn, even though I didn't like him as a player. I used to vote for him to be in the home run derby because that's what he did. You vote for him to be in the All Star game. You no. could, you didn't get to vote on anybody to be in the home run derby. That was picked. The fans don't pick anybody to be in home run derby. Yeah, on the All Star ballot that you uh, you pop out at the game. No, it doesn't have anything for the home run derby. Promise, I promise. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, tweet us or or message us if I'm wrong. Tell me how stu- how <laughs> silly I am, or if he's wrong. Uh, because I would have like if they would have done that, where people that weren't in the All Star game could be in the home run derby. Willie Mopena should have been in the home run derby for like 30 years in a row. That's what I'm saying. There are a bunch of guys that should, Adam Dunn should have been in it every year. Yeah. Uh, Willie but Mopena, but the they weren't in the it because they weren't all-stars. You didn't get no. a choice to be in it unless you were an all-star until I'm going to say it's been five years or less that you've been able to do it. And the first year they did it, I remember because um, 
because uh, what's his name? Uh, Prince Fielder was the captain, and he what he made a couple phone calls, and people said no because they were. It was the first year they said one, I'm not an all star, so I don't want to be there. And number two, it was their weekend. They had already had weekend plans because they didn't make the all star team. And then he was calling trying to get these you know guys like William O'Pena or something like that, who should have been in the like that would have been the great. He would have been the greatest ever. He, he might have, but he might have been the first guy to strike out in one too. Uh, the only person I've ever seen swing and miss is is Brett Boone in an, in a home run derby. Brett Boone when he was with Seattle, when he when he bulked up because he uh, because he took a lot of vitamins, uh, when he bulked up like that. Air quotes. Yeah, from the juice. He was the only person I've ever seen swing and miss. I will never forget that. <laughs> he fell down laughing. The entire both sides, <laughs> American League and National League, were dying laughing. That was that was fun. Keep your eye on the ball. That's what I always say. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's the dumbest thing. Um, <laughs> what? Keep your eye on the ball? Well, no, just me saying that. Oh, <laughs> to keep a, your eye on the ball. To a major league is, is, baseball is, is, player yeah. hitting in the home run derby. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> Uh, that's fine. <laughs> all right, so we made our picks for all three of the events. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, so then uh, obviously the big thing is the who got left All-Star out. Game. Let's see who got left out. Let's talk. Let's about talk it. about who got left out because uh, we'll start off. We'll start. I- I'll start it off because I don't know everybody that got left out, but I got a pretty good idea who I think got left out because he's on my fantasy team and he's an absolute stud, Carl Anthony Towns. Yes, he did. He he didn't make the. So Carl Anthony Towns, I'm p- trying to pull up some some statistics here real quick, just so I can tell you how phenomenal he is. But he is uh he he's he's like top ten in like six categories, maybe not six, but at least rebounding and uh, points per game. I you know he's probably a top three center. He's he's a top he's a top five center for he's sure. Ninth in points. Uh, he's 10th in rebounds. I mean, that right there alone, he should be in it, right? You're a top 10 scorer in the league. You're a top 10 rebounder in the league. How are you not on an all-star team that's got, well, it doesn't, I was about to say has Dwight Howard because he's in the dunk competition, but. Well, but here you have Bam Adebayo is a big guy that's in it instead of. Instead of Carl Anthony Towns. And, and Bam's – I'll just go ahead and say, Bam's not above him in rebounding or points. And how they many, play the same position. I, I'm pretty sure you're – I know for, for sure points, but how many rebounds is Towns getting a game? Towns a, Towns is getting uh, – let's see, back to rebounds, 10.8. Okay, so Bam Adebayo is getting 10.5. He's he's 12. Yeah, he's, so, so he's, he's, get, he's tied with Tristan Thompson right behind him. Bam Adebayo has 15.7, 10.5 rebounds and 4.7 assists. Um, and then he's – I think he's one of – this doesn't say right here, but he's one of the leading shot blockers, I think, in the league okay. too. And I got your blocks. I got your block shots right here. Uh, let's see. Not on the list. <laughs> uh, let's see. Blocks per game. Neither one. Yeah, how am I, how is this not up here? So we got Whiteside 3.1, Lopez, Brooke Lopez 2.6, Jonathan Isaac, Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert, Miles Turner, Christoph Przingis, all big guys, Mitchell Robinson. I don't see either of these guys, and we're at like one and a half blocks per game. So never mind. Um, but Adebayo is it, it has worked his way into the starting lineup for Miami, who's a who's one of the surprise teams. They're great this year, and um, 
he's playing really well. I think he's he's maybe in here just as much for defense as he is for offense because obviously 15 points a game in the All-Star game isn't that much. But No. Um, but anyway, he's a big guy. Rudy Gobert is in there, and, and, you know, Towns definitely scores more than he does, but Rudy Gobert is back-to-back defensive player of the year. Okay, uh, I'm okay he, with him, but I'm taking Bam there. out and putting Carl Anthony Towns. Are you doing that? I'm, I'm trying to see who else he's not. In front who else of got le- who else got left out? Here, here's Another, the big thing. What's it all? What's point? What's what's this, NBA is all about points, right? No. Yeah, it's all about how many points you score. No. Come on, it's an offensive game. Now That's it is points though. No, it's not. But it's an offensive game now. If you're a defensive specialist, you might that might be even more like rare and and make you more of a uh, a key piece. I was just going to say you're about to be you're about to be traded to a contender in the next like 12 yeah. hours here. Yeah, exactly because you're one of very few people that are are true defenders in this league. Now, don't get me wrong, that's more important now because to have somebody that does that is could could make or break a team. Yep. However, you still got to put points on the board. Yeah. Yep. Uh, another another big by the way that I think you would probably put in front of Carl Anthony Towns. Devin and, Booker, tenth in scoring, twenty six point seven. Anyway, so he's ahead. another. But so so another guy that is on the All Stars, making his first All Star appearance this year, and that I'm really excited about is Demontis Sabonis. Number one because I loved his dad. Number two yep. because he's a Pacer mm-hmm. and he's become a really good player. And uh, he went to Gonzaga and he uh, just like everything about the guy. Um, Does so, he but sound I'm, like his dad? No, he, oh, he sounds more American. Ah, oh, it's a bummer. Um, I know, but uh, but he plays a little bit like his dad. He can he can shoot oh, yeah. it. He can you but know he can he put he his back to the basket and do his thing. And he can he can drop some dimes over his shoulder behind yep. his head. No yep. looking, um, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, it it is a uh, guard dominated league. I would say for sure. But you have a few big guys that we talked about, and you know Pascal Siakam is in the game. So. You could, I mean, he's having an incredible year, and he's got he's got Toronto like just about as good as they were last year. Yeah. Even though they don't have um, Kawhi Leonard, but uh, Anthony Davis, you're not going to put Towns in there ahead of him, or Joel Embiid, you're not going to put him ahead of him. But um, anyway, those are the posts. And I mean, the, but and I'm pretty good posts. with everybody else on here, yeah. really. I mean, I'm not. I, I feel like maybe you get you get a guy like like uh, Chris Middleton, who you know, I I, I feel like I feel like. Um, uh, what's his name? Who was I just talking about? Uh, duh, come on, Christopher Devin Booker. I feel oh, like Devin yeah, Booker yeah. is. I mean, he's he is is had a little bit better of a year than him. But you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But you know, you got Westbrook, Middleton, Butler, Tatum, Sabonis, Lowry, Simmons, Jokic, Mitchell, Lillard. Oh, this is the reserves. They haven't picked their teams yet. Correct. Yeah. Never mind. I yeah. thought that was one team. That's but, the reason. But you're right. I, I, I look. I can. I'm with you. I can see Towns being in, maybe in front of Autobio, and I can see uh, there are probably three, three or four guys that I can see Devin Booker being in instead. But Car Anthony Towns could be a starter in the All Star game, in he, my opinion. He could. Now they do have the starters. They're not picked for each team, but the, the, the ten right. guys that the are ten guys start. that are going to start. Yeah, but he could be in that. I mean, I feel like he is on the same level as Joel Embiid. Uh, yeah. I mean, statistically, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? It, it it's it probably for the All Star game. It shouldn't probably shouldn't really matter, but you know how your team is doing. The Timberwolves are terrible. They, you know, are. and and. 
that probably has something to do when when they're picking. Now, I mean, they don't have as many people at the game, so they don't have as many people. Right, their fans are are less interested, so they're not on the on the online on the interweb making the votes. You're right. That is part of I'm it. I'm sure, sure it is. is. I'm sure it is. Uh, I'm. You know what though? It's this. The other the other thing I started thinking about this today yesterday. Some uh, who was it? Somebody said it. Mo Egger. They were talking about snubs, and he said, "You know, these guys definitely got snubbed when you talk about it." However. Am I upset about it? No, I'm not upset. You know why? Because it's an exhibition game and it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's 100% It doesn't right. matter. So I think I might start falling into that because yeah. I've been a, we've had this argument for two and a half years doing this podcast about whenever any whenever the Major League Baseball All-Star game comes up or the NBA All-Star game comes up, we talk about how ridiculous it is that fans get to vote for all this stuff and they're the ones that decide, you know what? This is for the fans, and it's uh, a, a, an exhibition game that means nothing. So whatever. If that's who gets the most votes and those people are going to be watching, then go watch him. Go. I Good for you. I'm going to watch it anyway. Yep. So I'm going to watch it. Uh, I'm not going to watch the game. I watch bits and pieces of the game. When it gets to 140 to the one, 158 to 149, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Eh. I'm with you. I understand that. It is like I, I like I was saying before. It's it gets a little boring because it's just like how many alley oops okay. can we throw? Right. How many 30, 30 foot threes can we throw up? Uh, you know, yeah. unless unless like you know a couple years ago in New Orleans when um, Anthony Davis. I mean, it was just feed Anthony Davis so he could break Wilt Chamberlain's record, or was it Wilt or Kareem? Who had the record? It was fifty, mm. fifty or fifty four or something like that. I feel like it was Wilt. Either way, they just started feeding it to him, and he just started taking every single shot, and they are mostly layups and things like that. So, you know, something like that, I don't know. It is what it is. I don't yeah. really care anymore. I, I'm over it. I'm getting too old to care anymore. <laughs> uh, it, I don't know. It's going to be fun. It's kind of fun to talk about. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns was asked about it, and he said the 24 best players in the league are not going to be at the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he feels slighted. I'm sure he does. And, and you know, though, here's another thing, and we kind of I kind of talked about this. Uh, when we talked about the Astro scandal, is is you know it may not all be about uh it it's not all about if if he made it or didn't make it he gets an extra check when he's an all star yeah that's and true there I know my man's tennis. making some money mm-hmm. so it is what it is however there's perks to it. And there's extra money involved, and there's different things like that that are written into your contract, and just don't also there's something in just the players' uh, agreement. What do you call that thing? The the CBA that you get a certain amount if you're voted an All Star. So it's probably not much, but you know, a hundred grand to me and you is a ton of money. Hundred grand to them probably ain't that much, but once again, that's I look at it as that should be my money. Somebody's taking a hundred thousand dollars out of my pocket. That's another TSO watch. What the heck is that? Tiso Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. T I S S O T. Oh, 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 it's another Tiso watch he could have gotten. I'm sitting here going, I don't even know where you're going with this. $100,000 watch. Yeah, that's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I that's cuz you know we kind of talked about that with the with the Astros and you know, as as much as it is, did they cheat? Did they not cheat? Did they win? Win and lose. The biggest thing to me right now is their their players. 
that are no longer playing baseball because they got sent down after they got beat up by the Astros and they're not and they lost their their livelihood because they were cheating. That's those are the people that I think should be the most pissed. And speaking of that, now we probably don't have time to really get into this, but you may have seen a formal uh a formal appeal has I been did. filed. I did. I'm good. You want to? We kind of got we did we did our little NBA thing. You got you got a minute? You want to get into the Pete Rose deal? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, so a formal appeal exactly. has been has been uh issued by Pete Rose and it what it says in his appeal is that he believes and it's not just the Astros. He since the since uh what has been done to the Astros and uh continuing to see the um what what the people who have been involved in the steroid era have been getting through this Hall of Fame deal. Uh, he believes what he did is less than what those people did, and that he that's his argument. What what he did uh, was less egregious than what. That's right. There you go. And that word surprised me when go. it came, came out of my mouth. I contacted yeah, you. Now. Egregious uh, was less <laughs> egregious than what. Uh, the Astros or the or or the steroid era has done, and he he believes he should be reinstated. Major League Baseball said yes. We received this uh, from Pete Rose, and we will look into it again. <laughs> yeah, this will be the second time I think with this commissioner. Yep, second and- time with Manfred. He never he never did it with Selig. Selig wasn't going to ever put him in. Selig was never going to do it. Selig was too close to Bar Giamani and blamed Pete Rose for Bar Giamani. I thought he appealed to Selig too, though. He might have, but Selig Selig cut it off so fast. You could, I mean, he probably it, it came across his desk and was off his desk within a split second. <laughs> Guarantee it. Well. <clears throat> He did, and I and I I, I saw some of the uh, some of the wording, uh, you know, because it was put together by his lawyers. And oh yeah, when I said Pete put this out, of yeah, yeah, it was yeah, not no. Pete Rose. <laughs> no, <laughs> I ain't never did nothing as bad as those guys. Is <laughs> what it would say. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I'm just imagining Pete Rose writing up a formal letter on a letterhead <laughs> from the desk. Of, from the Las Vegas desk of Pete Rose. <laughs> while the, I have a the break, MGM Grand. While I have a break in this back room of a baseball card <laughs> shop in the in old Las Vegas, because <laughs> nobody even knows I'm back here to sign an autograph. I'm writing you a letter. Please let me in the Hall of Fame. Anyway, go ahead. No, but uh, you know some of it. Well, most of what I read, what what the article that I read that you know had some of the some of the stuff from the statement or from the from the appeal, um, which was like a was like a ten page or something, maybe even holy more than cow, that. really? I didn't yeah. hear that. Okay. Yeah, um, basically a, a basically a letter written by his attorneys, but I, a lot of it kind of made sense. Um, you know, it was it was fairly rational thinking. I felt like, um, and it, I, I mean. So so think about it. I mean, the the whole Pete Rose deal, uh, you know, they kind of based his suspension off the Black Sox, right? Yeah. Uh, the whole gambling on on the game that kind of came that that all started and that rule was put into place due to the Black Sox. What did the Black Sox do? They they cheated, but in a different way, not to win, but to lose. Right. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, they purposely affected. 
the way a game man it that's tough buddy it's it tough. tough and if now you, you start thinking hold up now maybe the astros should be getting a little bit mo exactly and they use that they to they me, cited that very specifically to me if anything pete's not getting in all right it's not gonna happen and and i don't and i and to be honest i'm good if he never gets in i don't care it doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm done with Pete Rose. I'm done with that. I've had this conversation a million times. Pete Rose, uh, on-field Pete Rose, by far, uh, he's a Hall of Famer. Everybody knows it. He has got he holds more records than anybody in baseball history. Um, all the other crazy stuff that goes with his hit record and everything else. Uh, but it's it, if anything what this thing does is – it might make Major League Baseball look at the Astros thing and go, you know what? Maybe we're not too hard on Pete. Maybe we weren't hard enough on the Astros. On the Astros, yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. It could it could have that reverse effect. But can you go back and re-suspend and redo things after you've – I mean, is the investigation officially over at this point in time? Or? I don't see why. I mean, it's not like a legal court thing. So it's it was just a decision made by Major League Baseball. There's no reason that they couldn't go back and say, you know what, we re- we reviewed everything again and we made it, a decision. And you know what, to- you guys were worse than Pete Rose. So <laughs> sorry, Altuve, never playing again. Springer, never playing again. Verlander, no. I guess the pitchers wouldn't really be counted in this, would they? Well, they were part of it. All right. Verlander, never playing again. Not like that matters. He's 90 years old anyway. He was getting- <laughs> Verlander, he was. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm totally just kidding. You were about to get really upset. Garrett Cole, sorry. You're oh, out of here forever. Sorry, Yankees. Sorry, Yankees. Uh, who else? Who else you got? I don't know. Oh, anyway, no, I, that's not going to happen. That's ridiculous. I don't think that's going to happen. Too many people involved. Then again, the whole Black Sox team, man, the, the those eight guys all got it too. So, dude, this is yeah. I'm starting to rethink. I'm starting. This is it's. There's a lot out there. I need I need two people on either side of the Astros argument that are smart and have done the research on it. And I need them to sit with me in a room and explain their sides at the same time together without getting in each other's throats, but argue their defenses against to me against so, Pete. No, no, no! Against the Astros, I'm. Pete, I told you I'm done with Pete. I don't, Pete's not getting in. I'm done with him. But they, the Astros, like admitted everything and cooperated fully. With Once the- again, there you go. Hey, I'm glad. See, like I said, I need people to talk me through things, right? I don't remember things <laughs> okay. all the way. So because that's Pete, another big because it took Pete 15 yeah, years. That's to- a that's a 15. It was longer than that, wasn't it? I think it was 15. Whatever. That's still long enough to finally admit it, and then he came back and admitted even more that he did even more stuff after that. It's yeah, that's a big reason, Pete, why you ain't getting in, buddy. That's a big reason. Guess what? These guys fully cooperated. That's why they got a lesser they got a lesser sentence. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you're doing though is making him reinstating him into, you know, being part of Major League Baseball, which all that means is you know, when they do stuff around the all-star game with the legends, when he they wants do to stuff coach. with the Reds. He wants to coach. He's never he's never going to coach at this me point. You're Bob Castellini's not going to hire him as a special something to the Reds. Okay. Bob Castellini loves him. He's going to have him on the field talking with every one of these guys. But he's not going to be in the clubhouse every day. He's not going to be in the I dugout. Disagree. I think if you give him the no opportunity, way. he would love it. That's what he wants more than anything. Well, well you, you don't. 
You don't. If you're Bob Castellini or if you're anybody around the Reds. Well, forget Bob Castellini. Bring what him around do, for the festivities. What you do, is, which I already do now, he gets every time he asks to come to anything, they always let him go to whatever he wants to go to. He's not, not, a, not He's everything. been to everything that has been involved with anything with the Big Red Machine, any of the numbers that have been retired, he's been on the field with those guys. Any celebration that has had anything to do with any player or team that he has been on with the Reds, he has been at. Every single one lately. Um, no, since not not ever. Every he but, had to start asking. It it took it. It took, was the it was the uh, all century team. It was, was two thousand. The all century team. team is when that is when that happened. So in the last right. twenty years. But how many how many celebrations did the Reds have of teams that before that? And, and that's March shot didn't do anything like that, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? That was Castellini afterwards. Mm-hmm. He, okay, so he's been around for Red stuff. But he's an all-time great in baseball, not just red. Okay. So he was there for the All-Century team. But they do stuff. They do stuff around them. I feel like every when, year. When is their the stuff done stuff. with legends? And I, I think I, I've never seen anything except for the All Century team, top fifty players, top hundred players of all time, stuff like that. But when do they ever do like a legends thing? I feel like they're always around. I feel like the legends are always at All Star. Tuesday or whatever. Sure, they might be at the All Star games, and Pete can go to an All Star game if he wants. Buy a but ticket. Not, no, I'm not talking about that. Those guys are on the field for the home run derbies and that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know about that, man. There's in, not in uh, 2015. I was sitting in the tunnel at in my golf cart waiting for Willie Mays to come in because I was supposed to drive him down to the Reds clubhouse, and I watched so many, so many old ball players. So many of the all-time greats walk through there. You drove Willie Mays in a golf cart? I th- So I sat how, there. How do I not know that you drove Willie Mays in a golf cart? I sat there for th- it was three or four hours in a golf cart. I had a spe- specific assignment for when Willie Mays came into the stadium. I was to drive him in the tunnel from the entrance to down around the, around the side to the, uh, to the back of the Reds clubhouse. And the man never showed up. I'm glad he never showed up because if you wouldn't have told me that story, I would like. I, I literally don't know if we would ever do this podcast. I'm, I'm again. sure I told you the story. I've I'm never heard that in my life. I would remember that. <laughs> I'm sure I would remember. I, told you. <laughs> I would remember that you. I didn't even know you. I, to be honest, I can't even remember when the. I feel like the All Star Game was like two years ago. I didn't it's realize it was five yeah. years ago. Uh, I I forget when you stopped working for the Reds. So I'm. It was that year, dude. I'm terrible with dates and stuff like that. So. so. But anyway, I sat there and watched Pete Rose and Joe Morgan and about every who else? Who about, else? No, no, I want to know who else. So, I mean, this was five years ago, so okay. yeah, I'm not remembering they're every leg- guy that walked They're legends, in there. though. So the ones you remember is the one that didn't show up, and right? then Joe Morgan and Pete Rose, both Reds. Okay, so there so were many these, guys that walked in there so that were not these, former Reds. So at these games, these All Star games, you get a bunch of former greats for those teams coming to the game. Not just from the teams. There were other guys who did not play for the Reds that were that were there. That were just there for the All Star game because I'm sure Major League Baseball says, "Hey, Hall of Famers, come show your face at these okay. things." You know. So, so here's the stipulation you put on Pete: if you're gonna let him in, I, and I, I don't care, let him in. I'm good with that, and I'm good if you never do. But you can't work. Exactly. You you're you're allowed into the. We we will allow you to be uh, uh, available 
on the ballot. And right now he's only would only be available on the unless they did some kind of special thing because he never had an opportunity at a regular ballot. He would be on the old timers ballot or whatever they call it, mm-hmm. um, which he probably won't ever get in with that anyway. So because uh, they all hated him, too. Um, but you can you can, you're you're eligible for the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Here you go. You're eligible. Yep. However, we are not fully reinstating you into Major League Baseball. It's not going to happen. You you may not work in Major League Baseball. Well, yeah, I think reinstate him, but with the with a stipulation. Yes, that, I don't that, care. that go yeah. ahead and do that. You can't What's be it? hired. He's eighty years old. That's that's what that was my point. Or for, how old is he for real? Is he no, seventy eight, seventy nine, or seventy eight, like seventy nine? Yeah, 79. yeah, like yeah he's like eighty years old. Right. Whatever. So Got that's it. that's why I was thinking that nobody's gonna hide. The only team that would do that is the Reds. Yeah, that's all and, he cares about, though. That's but, what he wants. I know, but he's not. They're not gonna hire him to do anything, to do anything where he's going to be a a big enough part of the team where he can make any sort of like an effect on anybody like he can he can walk around and talk to guys you put and him, that's great if you put him behind a if you put him just on the field during batting practice he will make a giant effect on people are you kidding me well talk, one of the yeah. greatest hitters to ever walk the face of the earth and remembers almost every at bat of his career have you ever seen the baseball card episode where he's opening up a packs of baseball card oh, from yeah. the 70s and he's talking about uh 1976 in may i can't remember maybe may it was it was it was it april it was it was may or june i can't remember somewhere in may or june i faced this guy and he had a nasty curveball and he struck me out in the first inning and i got two doubles the rest <laughs> of the game off of him and yeah. it's like off a, off a curveball and a fastball and it's like that's <laughs> and he was doing it through every single card he opened and every once in a while i'd be like man i don't know who that guy is <laughs> That's my favorite thing about Pete, honestly, his memory about his specific at-bats yeah. from 45, 50 it's years It's crazy. Ago. So, yes, I t- totally believe that he would make a difference. You're talking about an effect on people. You're talking about affect them. Affecting the game or affecting the affecting team. Affecting the team. I, he, I'm going to tell you what. You're not going to hire him gonna, as a coach. The guy still gambles constantly. You're telling yeah. me that if he's down on the field with these guys and seeing how they're playing, that he's not hitting up a bookie like, oh, man. Uh, Votto is not swinging that sure, really well. Sure, but that's I'm why you don't make him an employee, because then it doesn't matter. Well, then he's not going to be on the field. Then okay, he's not be on <laughs> then the field. Don't, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, you're not going to hire no, him. I'm totally good. But with you that. can, but but they, they could they could let him on the field if he's not an official employee. But if if they want to, and that's fine. But he's not going to be like part of the team. I mean, he can go down there and talk to guys and talk hitting and all that great stuff. And that would be, that would be the cool part for everybody because we love seeing that. we love seeing Pete talk about hitting. Yeah. But like, besides that, he's not going to make decisions in games. He's not going to make personnel decisions we about see who to Pete bring do that in. All the time. Pete can talk to anybody he wants about games and things like that. And he sure. has conversations with Joey Votto now that they, you know, but but not as a member of the organization where he's making making decisions or having an impact making on the game. Money for being there. Yeah, yeah. He can be part of the. He can show up whenever he wants to and and talk to these guys about hitting and all that kind of. And that's fine. But he's also if he's not an official employee, I think he would have enough sense to not to not step on the toes of like the hitting coach and the other the coaches that are actually <laughs> he hired. would have enough sense. You just said Pete Rose would have enough sense. I know, I know. I didn't have enough sense to think about that before no. I said it. Um, but anyway, Pete Rose ain't got enough sense to make a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said a nickel. <laughs> 
Unless he's got five cents. Like um, I said. <laughs> what, do you, what else you got? Uh, the NBA trade deadline is tomorrow. <laughs> what do we got on the NBA trade deadline? I said, are we done with Pete then? Are we done? Have we agreed I think on? I, I, look. We agree. Like, do you care? Do you want? Do you think Pete should be reinstated? Well, and I, be, based off this, forget all the crap in the past. Based off what his appeal is, do you agree that he should be reinstated into baseball? Yeah, I, I do. And especially because of his age how long he's been out of the game and for what for what he could really do like we just talked about for the impact that he wouldn't have any more on the game if this was 10 or 15 or 20 years ago yeah he could he could get a job in, in baseball he'd probably get a job with the reds but the man's 80 years old i mean he he's not going to Castellini would hire him if he got reinstated at noon tomorrow he would Bob Castellini would have a contract written up and ready for him by twelve fifteen. I don't think so. I disagree. I think he's. I think Bob Castellini is at least smart enough, or maybe he has enough people around him. <laughs> Once again, that's smart enough to 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 understand that you can't just throw that that guy with that reputation into your ball club without having some eyebrows raised. So listen and, here, listen here, Votto. And Here's Major League Baseball employees all over your ballpark every time you're there and. <clears throat> Hey, he held on to Billy Hamilton forever. So, how much sense does he have? Uh, hey, listen here, Vada. I just hear, I just hear Pete behind the behind the behind the thing. You know, who, who's who's our newest guy? Who's the who? Give me a new guy, Moustakis. Hey, hey, Moose, Moose, come on over here, come on over here. See that little girl up there? How okay. do you think she is? All right. You think she's at least sixteen? If she's sixteen, you go ahead. I don't care if she's thirteen and she tells you she's sixteen. You're good. So yesterday they kicked off the tra- NBA Disgusting trade deadline with a twelve. Man. Disgusting. With old a twelve man. man. Speaking of men, a twelve man trade for four teams. I think it was twelve guys. Uh, biggest name was Clint Capella, which is very interesting to me because I I think it's a mistake to get rid of Clint Capella. Um, it, the Rockets are a contender and they are trying to make moves. They were talking about trying to get a 3 and D guy back um, because they let Trevor Ariza walk for for whatever reason, and everybody was like, what in the heck are you doing? Yeah, uh, but – He and uh, P.J. PJ Tucker, did he go to yeah. Phoenix? Or is he still there? No, P.J. Tucker's a rocket still. Still there, still there. I was thinking uh, somebody else that was kind of similar to Ariza. Uh, but anyway, they let Trevor Ariza go, who was a big, <laughs> a big reason that they were uh, – that they were good the last few years, and uh, so they're like, "Oh crap, that really made an impact on us." Now we got to get somebody back because we got Russell Westbrook, who's not a horrible. D- I mean, he gets he's up there in steals, I guess. But um, Trevor Reza was actually like a stopper that he could like guard your best guy and uh, play good defense and and get you timely rebounds and that kind of stuff and and knock down an occasional three. Right, something what Russell Westbrook doesn't do. But at all, <laughs> Ben but, uh, Simmons. Yeah, boy. Yeah, ben old man. Simmons old all. man. Ben Simmons. That's what Russell Westbrook. What? 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 Russell Westbrook. I can't say his last name and say anything with a W before it. It just doesn't come out. That's okay. Um, but anyway, so the Rockets are trying to improve, um, but they got rid of a pretty good center man, and I know that James Harden sort of makes him, but. I think he also has developed too. I mean, I think he's sure. I, I think he still has a future in the league even without James Harden, you know. And I think he can. I think he can average a double double and be a really important guy and, and get a couple block shots a game and 
be really important to a team's defense and uh, and finishing around the rim and stuff like that. I mean, you got more guys kind of similar to Harden. You got you know Trey Young is, is kind of almost like that, and Luka Doncic is kind of almost like that. I mean, guys that are either going to get to the rim or shoot a deep three and make them most of the time. Um, but so so Clint Capella is kind of a, a complimentary piece to to guys like that, but. I don't know. It's that's going to be interesting. There were, like I said, there were a million guys involved in this trade and four teams, and I don't know if it makes sense to like go into all that stuff. But there was that, and then the, the other kind of big one was Andre Iguodala. I don't know if you heard about that, but this is getting fun. I'm enjoying the Iguodala stuff. Yeah. So so he's yep. been a, he's been a Memphis Grizzly, which I forgot about because he hasn't played. These for These young bloods need to be careful, though. <laughs> I know. Be careful it. what you wish for. They act like they act like they act like the Grizzlies are. I don't know the Lakers or something. They're they're they they struggle just to get to the eight seed at a five hundred record right now. You know what I mean? They're and they're there. and they're they aren't they at five hundred right now? Didn't they just get to five hundred? They've won like uh, ten of their last fifteen games or something, and they got themselves up to five hundred in their eighth. They've got the eight seed right now in the West. Did I thought they, I heard that. Are they up to, uh, possibly, possibly? And so now they've got like this, you know, puffing their chest out, and you got John Morant talking to Steph Curry. Steph Curry kind of stuck up for Iguodala. You got John Morant talking to D- Steph Curry. Dylan Brooks. No, no, Dylan Brooks started it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Steph Curry stepped up on the tweet box or something and said something to back up Iguodala. Yeah. And then John Morant said something back at Steph, yeah. basically like, I can't wait to get or or something about being better than Steph or he was going to beat Steph. Oh, boy. Boy, you best be careful what That's you so wish for, stupid. young blood. That's Listen, so John Morant is a phenomenal talent. That guy, he is good. And that Grizzlies team is super young. They have one guy on their roster that's 30 years old. Over, that has a three in the front, and it's Andre Iguodala, who's never played a minute for him. Andre just found, uh, I think it was Reggie Miller. That like these guys, these guys are all mad and upset at Iguodala. The Grizzlies have just as much to do with this too. They never, they have never even issued him a jersey number. Is that because he said, "I refuse to play"? I mean, maybe, but I mean, they, they still he if he's on the roster, he's, he has no jersey number. They've never even issued one out to him. That surprises me. I wonder if there's some sort of like an exemption they I don't I have no idea. I just know Reggie Miller was talking about it and he's like, "Man, if you're if you're if your executives don't care about him, then why do you?" Uh yeah, that's that's funny. So it's so funny because um Andre Iguodala just got traded this evening to Miami. Oh, did he really? I didn't hear that. I thought that, I thought we were talking to talk about the Grizzlies stuff. So it we, did we happen. Were. We were. And it's funny. Andre Iguodala just got dealt to the Heat tonight. And then 25 minutes ago, Memphis has agreed to a three-year, $35 million extension with Dylan Brooks. <laughs> that is awesome. I When do the Heat play the 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 Grizzlies. I need to know oh, that I need I need to know when the Heat play the Grizzlies. My my phone is really slow. No no no. I'm I got this. I got this. Here, you talk about what you. So who did who did the Heat give up? The Heat. Uh, see, it didn't say uh, in this article I was looking at, and my phone is a nightmare. It doesn't me. tell you who it. So it doesn't say who else was in the trade. Then huh? it's that's what I was looking for. It's. I, everybody writes these articles about it and it's just like somewhere in the text what happened to the list where you say grizzlies got colon exactly list of players miami let me tell colon, you something let me tell you something players. in the regular season the heat 
Oh, I'm looking at. Oh man, no wonder I can't find the. No wonder I can't find the Grizzlies on the schedule because I'm looking at the Grizzlies schedule. It'd be hard to find the Grizzlies <laughs> on the Grizzlies schedule. They're on the schedule every night. Yes, they are. So they play Miami. It's a while from now, uh, but they play the Miami Heat. Not at all for the rest of the year. Okay, so they don't play the rest of the year. They don't. So that's not even going to be fun. Now I'm now I'm disappointed. Miami is sending Justice Winslow. That's kind of a no. That's a big spot. Kind of big big big, yeah. big guy for them. Yeah, um, uh, young fella. Yes, and, and so apparently so it's that's not going to make the Grizzlies even younger. It's not a hundred percent done, but it sounds like there's going to be a third team, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and uh, Danilo Gallinari. Oh, Gallinari, I like that guy. He's so really I. good. So do I. I like Gallinari. Um, so they may be sending uh, Gallo from the Thunder to Miami. So Miami's going to pick up. Miami's already made themselves one of the better teams in the East this year. Yeah. And they're about to pick up a little help from Andre Iguodala and a little help from their friends. How long? Andre Iguodala and Danilo Gallinari. How long until Iggy can play? How long until Iggy's in game in game shape? You think he'll be able to – I mean, don't get me wrong. Andre Iguodala is one of the most in-shape human beings, most physical specimens you'll ever see in your life. So I'm sure he can go out and play. But how long before he's putting in – you know, his, his 20, 25 minutes a game. I don't know that he's going to play that many minutes. I don't know that he's going to play that many minutes because the last, I would say, two years, he started to look like a bit of a shell of himself. Um, I, I think he is, like you, like you said, he always looks like he takes care of himself very well and everything, and he's at 30. Pro, he's, 34? Is he 34? I was going to guess a couple, a couple years older than that. 34. Um, I want to say I heard 34. If he's 34, then he should still have a couple years left because guys are lasting a lot longer um, these days. But um, he is – I mean, he's he's looking like he's not quite as reliable on offense and that kind of thing. Um, and they're going to – and, you know, Miami's not going to run the same thing that, that the Warriors did the few years that they were just dominating everybody, and Iguodala was a big part of that the first couple years. Um, he's 35. Okay, so he's 35. And and he's definitely no, he on just turned thirty six on January twenty eighth. I apologize. Okay, okay. So he, so he's thirty six. So he is he's getting there. Yeah. And he he's he's going to be on the backside of his career here. And I, look, this might be the last place he ends up. He may finish his career in Miami this year, next year, and the next couple of years. But um, but you are looking for that guy. He's going to go out and compete. He's still going to go compete. He's not going to give you much on offense. I don't he's going to play D. He's going to play really good D for you. Um, he'll get he'll get he'll get you he'll get you some offensive rebounds, and he will be a veteran leader. One hundred percent, I agree with and that. That's important for your for your club. I'm so disappointed that they're not going to play the Grizzlies. Hey, if he sticks around next year, they're going to go at it, and they it's not going. Why why are these guys so upset with him? Why don't they just be like you know, hey, he he doesn't play. Forget he's even there. He's old. He's washed up. So you probably are better than him now. So chill out. Yeah, it, it's. I guess it's a chip. It's the. It's the. The N. The NDA. What do they call it? The National Drama Association or something like that. <laughs> uh, the who, NBA. Who no babies allowed. No babies allowed. Well, it's all drama, man. There's so much drama in the NBA all the time on Twitter. It's. Yeah. You could find drama on Twitter in the NBA every single night. Probably. You're probably right. And I don't know. Like, I feel like if I was on the Grizzlies, I could kind of understand, like, this is a guy that could be helping us a little bit. He's not even showing up because he doesn't care about us. I, I feel like I, I'm missing out on something. He's, but you have a certain amount of inactive spots, correct? 
on your roster. So he can be on the active roster and be inactive, and you can still have somebody in his seat on the bench, correct? Yeah, I think so. So he's not hurting your team by being there. But he's by but, not being there. But he's on your team and he's it, he could be contributing to your team, but he doesn't he doesn't care to because Well if y'all if, if you're if you're out here saying that you guys are all way better than him, then he's not gonna contribute that much to you guys anyway. Well but they, they're not saying he's not doing that because they're saying that. He's he didn't show up because he doesn't want to no, be on that team. I know that. I'm saying if you guys believe if if all these guys believe that he's no good and they're going to run their mouth about uh, you know a washed up old man or whatever I don't know what exactly they said I can't wait to play him since he don't want to be on our team uh, and they think they're better than him then then what's the big deal if he doesn't play with them they only said that I know I know I know I know, I know. <laughs> so I, I kind of so get hard it. to get a fun argument out of I you, just, <laughs> you just think so straight all the time. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just I understand. I understand from a young Grizzlies player perspective. I could sure. be learning some stuff from this guy. He could be another teammate. Yeah, you know, a, a good relationship to build with to build on in that you know in the in the league. Yeah, and I'm not getting any of that. And it looks like it's because he just doesn't because he we're not good. So he doesn't want to. He feel he's gonna. Waste, I don't know how did that happen. Time. It was at the very beginning of the year when he when that all went down. He said before it ever happened that he was never gonna play. Right. For them, was it because if, they weren't a contender? It, Is that it, really why? I, I'm pretty sure if he was with the Lakers, he'd be playing. You know? No, I know that. I I mean, he's gonna he might play tomorrow for Miami. He might. <laughs> You're right. This will be interesting. Uh, all right, so. Yeah, that's that is definitely interesting when it comes to the trade trades deadline. I did not know he got let go because everybody's been talking about that. The John Morant tweet was the best though. I can't remember what he said to Steph Curry, but the John Morant tweet going at Steph Curry like you go at Andre Iguodala all you want, dude. Who cares about that? Don't go at Steph. I know he ain't played all year. I realize that. Okay, Ja. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Two time MVP. You can't. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, these young guys have some some gall. Yeah, they do. Yeah, well, you know, they get pumped up a lot. So sure, and everybody's confident. You're supposed to be confident and everything, and and that's great to be confident. But I don't know. I mean, if he was he was he saying like something like he's better than Steph or something like that? Is that what you're saying? Uh, uh it was something. No, it was basically Steph said something like. Uh, like uh, Andre didn't ask to be traded to Memphis, something to that. So you don't watch where you're stepping. Talking to Brooks, you know, be careful. Be be careful where you step. Andre wasn't. Andre never asked to be traded to to Memphis. Something, something, something. Uh, to that effect, um, that isn't about to sniff a, a title this year or next. And then John Morant came back at him. Oh, I can't find where that's at. How can I? Why can I not find that? That is going to be. That's the best part. I can see the the tweet that Steph had. Anyway, that's all I got. Well, okay. So Unless the, I find so, it while I'm sitting here. But so, the, so the me sitting here scrolling through my <laughs> iPad isn't very good. It's not good to listen to. Yeah. Well, you know, we we've heard some other names. Igudala was certainly one that they've been talking about for a week or so now as the trade deadline approaches, and that is. We are recording this podcast on Wednesday night. On Thursday is the trade deadline, so there's less than a day left, um, or there's about a day left, and from the time we're recording this, 
Um, and you keep hearing the, the name I keep hearing about a lot is D'Angelo Russell um, as a possible trade piece. But I ain't scared of him. That's what he said. He said, I ain't scared of him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't scared of him. Uh, but I-A-N-N, that's one word. I ain't scared of him. A-I-N-N? No, I-A-N-N. I was a fan and still a fan, but I ain't scared of him. I ain't scared of him. Just type the words correct. I don't even care if you say I ain't scared of him. That doesn't even say that. And that's one word, I-A-N-N. That's a word. It it bothers me so much when people just are. Are you the guy who, like, skits on Twitter and just gets annoyed by people's grammar on Twitter? Yes. Big time. (laughs) Big time. Especially because people do it on purpose now. People spell stuff like that on purpose now because that's what they see other people do. Yeah. And that's, like, cool or whatever. I don't know what what the deal is. But kids, cool is spelling things the right way and using the correct grammar. That's cool. Here's the problem with that. And I'll tell you, this is just going to be real quick for me. Here's the issue with that is I say things wrong all the time, sometimes on purpose, sometimes not on purpose. However, when you when you ha- are somebody and that's being seen by you know hundreds and thousands of people or millions of people, that makes you look illiterate. It, it makes you look illiterate. Absolutely. So, but it doesn't but, anymore. That's the no, thing. No, 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 it does. You still look illiterate, to, but to <laughs> in some ways, uh, you know, maybe it's, you, you, you know, but, but you can't, but in some ways that, makes people like feel like they're more relatable relatable maybe not relatable but yeah relatable yeah to a different dynamic of people or something like man it, you know what if you said i ain't it would have been the same as i i a n n whatever like <laughs> that just doesn't make any sense to me that annoys me i just don't like when people look illiterate on purpose even, yes. though, even though I do it all the time. It's, I do. I say the tweet box or i say facetube or or stuff like that. I do it all the time. But um I don't, but, yeah. but don't just like combine parts of words into one to make sort of a sound that might kind of sound like if you're saying it quickly, no, that's not just, just write the words, man. Just write the words so that you don't look like an idiot. Yep. Swipe left or swipe right. Swipe right. Thank you. Curry got a ring. Swipe right. Some, did somebody say that? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get off John Morant's Twitter. <laughs> I really liked John Morant until about three minutes ago. <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> I will never look at him the same again. <laughs> no, I still do like None John of his Morant. Dunks are his cool game, anymore. His game. He's got hella game. He's really good. He is good. Anyway, all right, man. So uh, anything else you got on the trade deadline? No, really. We'll see if D'Angelo Russell gets traded. We'll see. I mean, the Capella one with all the teams and all the players and stuff, it sounds like Dion. There's like 12 people involved in that. Is yeah, that right? That's yeah. going to be. It sounds like Dion Waiters might be in this uh, heat trade as well, and that's kind of a big wow. deal because he's been in trouble a few times. Yep. He's missed games because he's you know can't seem a to show case. up on time or whatever the deal is. So wherever he's going to go, somebody else, you know, he's Not somebody else's teammate. problem now. Yep. Um, so that will be interesting to see. Felt like he should get playing time over certain people that he's yeah, yeah, not yeah. better than. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. Um, but he's also, he can still be a bench scorer for you. Sure, 100%, so, I mean, yeah, no if doubt. That's, if that's what you need, then that's what you need. But, um, so, but yeah, uh, trade deadline, we're going to find out. It, it, you know, there have been a couple trades so far, but tomorrow's the big one, and, and peop, you know, we see it in sports all the time. At the end of the trade deadline, 
sometimes nothing happens. Sometimes 10 trades get crammed into the very end of it. Right. And it's fun. And then you get to all night spend, sit there on Twitter and check, keep refreshing Adrian Wojnarowski's, uh, Twitter feed. And, uh, yeah. That's, see that's how that goes. goes. All right. Well, next week we've got, we will be different day. Uh, it's not gonna be, it's either gonna be Tuesday or Thursday on the face tube. See, I did that on purpose. Yeah, uh, on the Facebook live, it'll be, we'll be up on Tuesday or Thursday instead of Wednesday. Um, and we're working on some some guests over the next few weeks. Uh, we definitely have Adam Baum on Wednesday the 19th, so excited about that. Uh, yeah, ESPN. Uh, Cincinnati Enquirer beat ri- college basketball beat writer for the Xavier Musketeers. Um, someday I'd like to get a I'd like to get a UC guy on here. I kind of feel like as a Cincinnati-based podcast, we kind of we kind of go towards my my team in that in that stance. I'd like to get a UC guy on. So if anybody listens to this and knows a UC uh, beat writer or uh, any kind of re- media media person. I don't want just some random fan, and they <laughs> right. and they want to get on a podcast. We'd love to have them on here. Yeah, yeah. But I don't follow them on Twitter, so I can't <laughs> on Twitter. Jeez, I keep doing it on purpose. Now I just said all that. And I'm like a, I'm like a hypocrite. Uh, I'm like a hypocrite. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, I'd like to get something like that. We got a couple other things that we're working on. Uh, we will be back next week with the comedy special yes. uh, section. We we've we've uh, went away from that last week with Kobe, went away from it this week. We will be doing the Seth Meyers uh, Lobby Baby on mm-hmm. uh, next week. So check that check that out if you get a chance to watch it. And we will talk about that at the end of the segment, last, the end of the podcast next week. Um, and I believe. I believe I I think that's about everything we got going on. I believe I can fly. R. Kelly, that's a whole nother <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast, dude. I watched did you ever watch that special? The R, swipe left, I, swipe right, R. Kelly. Swipe <laughs> left, swipe right, R. Kelly. No, no, no. Swipe left, swipe right, R. Kelly. Swipe left. Really? Are you only doing are you're only doing that because of the persona? You love <laughs> R. Kelly. You love him. No, I You I, love his music. It's okay to love I, his music. I, I like uh, a few of his songs. I like a few of his songs. There's only a few of them. The re- almost every one of them are pretty. I started listening. I didn't. I, I didn't realize how many albums R. Kelly had until yeah. I started watching this. Did you ever? Wa- have you watched it? Have you seen I'm it? I've not. No. I just. I was just scrolling through a couple times recently. Woo. This in the Woo. last week or so, and I, it keeps I'm, popping up. And I'm like, oh boy, was messed up. Yeah, sounds like it. Wow, messed up. So sounds anyway, like you got to check that out. Uh. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say was. He probably still is. Still I don't right. know. Based on what was in that. So, anyway, um, yeah. So, check out Seth Myers, and we're gonna try to come back next week with a little, with a little more, a uh, little more variety, and uh, we'll we'll see you next week. Don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs>